Hey friends, welcome to episode 82 of the Badass Midlife Podcast. Today we're going to talk about true self-care and that really being mindful about your self-care and your wellness is all about consistent patterns, activities, but being consistent, you know, not the occasional thing that you sprinkle in once or twice a week or once or twice a month. True caring for ourselves is about a range of things that you do in different areas of your life consistently. That's the key. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey friends, welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. This is the place where we talk about midlife hangups, what to let go of, what to hang on to, and how to move on and actually do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope everyone is doing well today. Hope you had a nice week. I had a really nice week, um, nice weekend. Met a new friend over the weekend. Um, That was great. Uh, Just realizing that those kind of social interactions, making new friends, meeting people, um, that, that part of your life that sometimes gets put on the back burner is really, really important. And that kind of ties in to what I wanted to talk about today, which is the whole realm, right? The whole circle of true self-care and the balance that needs to happen with all of those different facets in order for you to really feel like you're being cared for. So this isn't about the, you know, occasional occurrence. Like I said, you can't uh, expect that you're going to lose weight if you, if you work out twice a month. You can barely expect that if you work out twice a week. You really need to be consistent. And the idea is to create those really, really good habits. So something to think about is really no matter how hard we try to find the time to have um, the space, I guess, for each aspect of the whole circle, right? The whole grid. When we think about our lives, there's all it's like a pie chart right so we have all these areas we have our work we have our social time our friendships relationships our spiritual life our hobbies creativity um health you know our our physical wellness and being our self-care uh our charity our what all of the different things that we have that need to be a part of it and sometimes we just can't justify for whatever reason Uh, to find the time to do that. And we just neglect or even forget about some of those things that we actually need because there's just so doggone much to do. And then as a result, we feel put upon all the time. Our life just feels like it's out of balance. And then whenever a normal thing comes up where somebody needs something from you, you just feel just like so put upon. It's just like... Seriously, like I, you know, this too is what I have to do right now. But balance that kind of keeps us from being burnout is when we are able to take those pieces of the pie and just commit to making consistent efforts for them to happen. So there is, um, you know, like I said, a variety of those, but it's the balance of them. 
and the consistency that's really going to keep your mind right. When we are hungry, we feel it, you know, and we know that the hungrier we get, the crabbier we get. We already know that that's something, but that's so basic and so primal that we don't even think that, well, other things are like that too, that when we go without for too long, it starts to really mess up everything. Our mindset, how we feel, our happiness, our level of of being hopeful, you know, because we just don't feel great. So it's really, really critical for both a healthy body and a healthy mind. And it's going to make you feel really, really good about who you are, what you're doing. It's going to improve your productivity and really, really help with relationships, you know, just not just with other people and the people you love that mean something to you, but with yourself. So there are several areas that represent the key self. So we need these different areas to be addressed in order for the self to feel like we are in balance. So we're going to talk about those six areas. I'm going to just give you six of them. So one of them is the connections. So having healthy emotional and social relationships with friends, people at work, with yourself, with a, you know, a partner, a love interest, you need that. Everybody needs that. So those connections, if you go to work, like let's say you live alone, you know, and you go to work and you have very superficial interactions or maybe you just have a job where you don't really have to interact with people. You're talking to customers or clients, or whatever. Um, there's just not a lot of downtime. You eat lunch at your desk, whatever it is, you're not making those connections anywhere. And then you're coming right home and you're again, you're by yourself and there goes the day. So there was really none of that that got fired up. None of that feeling of, of being connected, bonded to another human being in any little small way. That just didn't happen for you. And when that lacks, it does eventually start to have an impact on you. So connection with people, friends, family, people at work, yourself, stay connected knowing who you are, just talking to people. We've talked before about just talk to a stranger. The other day I was in a coffee shop and I just saw this elderly lady and she had these like coral and lime lime green tennis shoes on and she just looked adorable. And I just said, you know, I really like those tennis shoes. They're so cute. And I could have just kept that to myself like I do so many times when I see that something is cute or somebody looks nice. I just, sometimes I just don't even say it. And I think I've made it a real intention to whenever I see something that I like to say it on somebody, whether I know them or not, I'm just going to say it. You know why? Because it feels great. It feels great to say it and it feels great to be the receiver. So connections, that's an, the very, very first um area of growth that we can look at when we're trying to be consistent, well-rounded with our self-care. So focus on those relationships. Second, intellectual growth. Give yourself the opportunity to learn something new, to become more aware, 
to expand your understanding of the world. This doesn't mean just popping on, you know, cable news and and watching it from morning until night. That's not intellectual growth. If anything, that's intellectual stunting of growth because it's really just spoon feeding you whatever, you know, the talking points are. Like you just need to live life and know exactly who you are and how you feel about things and then make your decisions. You can listen to that stuff, but for God's sake, like listen to, you know, both sides a little bit and then go listen to somebody that'll objectively present both sides to you and then go live your life and see how it really does impact you. A growth mindset is basically people, like if you're a person that believes that your most basic abilities can be developed through hard work and really being focused, brains and talent are just the starting point. So really being a person that says, I can develop pretty much anything, no matter what my age is, no matter what I'm doing, I can develop in some way a little bit every day. Carol Dweck, a Stanford psychologist, says this. She made great, great big strides in this idea that you can have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. And fixed mindsets, man, those are, that's bad, bad juju right there. You do not want that. You need a growth mindset every day. What can I learn? Oh, really? Give me your perspective. I didn't understand that. Go after it. Chase after understanding and knowing things. It'll be good for you, especially as we get older. So intellectual growth, second area, right? To improve spirituality, third, whatever that means to you, right? I'm a Catholic. I love my time, you know, in the morning where I just sit quietly in prayer. I believe in that. I believe in something bigger. I believe in God. I want to have those conversations. I want to sit. I want to soak it in. I want to, you know, release some of my tension and just give it to God, you know, like I have those moments where it's just, uh, oh, it overcomes me. But it's a little bit a part of my every single day. And if I didn't have it, I know that it would impact my life. So for me, that one's really, really consistent. And that's a key one. Having some sense of spiritual health, getting really, really in tuned, in tune with who you are. Next is your physical health. Come on now. This one is uh, this one is just the definition of this whole thing of being consistent and focused. You need to have uh, just an absolute hyena-like approach of having a healthy lifestyle, creating habits that are just going to sustain you, feel great, and, and just become part of your day. And then you can stave off so many things, disease and illnesses, and and just feeling good every day. Get a little bit of sun. Let the sun just go right in your eyes, you know, just get out there and feel it. Physical activity and being outside, whatever it is, just do it consistently. This will feel so good. Is this something that you do at least five days a week? Find something that you like to do to move your body and do it at least five days a week, but why not seven? You know, it's not like it should be punishment. It should feel great. 
And when it's all said and done, it is going to feel great. All right. Next is really taking care of where your head is at. So your mental health. Do you see? Do you talk to a therapist? Do you talk to a life coach? I know a good one. LOL. Uh, but take care of your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. Really journal about how you're feeling about something. When something something has you like a little bit shook, you need to write that down. You need to discover, uncover, I guess, where that's coming from. It's coming from something. Things don't just rock your world just out of nowhere. There's something that's getting stirred up and it needs to be talked out, you know, so that you can be better equipped to handle it next time or at least understand it. You know, can't always handle everything perfectly, but sometimes just knowing where it comes from helps us have that awareness to be like, oh yeah, no, I know. This is this is coming from that whole thing I have with how I felt when I was in junior high. So I already know where this is coming from. It's fine, it's gonna pass. That I just got a little trigger there, right? Whether you do that by journaling, whether you do it by talking to a therapist, to a close friend, your partner, whatever you need, just take care of your emotions. They're not supposed to be buried and smashed down and packed into, you know, clay. They're supposed to have some loosening up and let some air get around it and really talk it out. You know, just take care of those thoughts and those feelings. Try to discover where they're coming from so that you can just go on then. And you don't have to stay stuck in that where you're just swirling it and swirling it around, you know. And last but not least, your career, right? Your work, whatever that means to you. And it could be work that you have as a person that is a stay-at-home mom. It could be uh, your actual job you do outside the home. It could just be whatever it is that you're working on as a side project. Anything that you're doing that is what you would consider work. Just keep developing, figuring out ways to improve, to make it better. How can you make some different contributions to the workplace, to the family structure, to just different things that you can do? setting some boundaries too within that so that you can make sure that that work that you're doing, that that professional work that you're doing, whatever that looks like to you, is protected and safe. You know, because you don't want to, again, none of these pieces of the pie, right, can, can overtake the others because then, right, then the rest are just gone. So this one should be a reasonable size, right? Especially if you're in still in the workforce. This is this has some meaning for you. But set boundaries because it's really easy for this one, especially if you are like kind of a worrier like I am where you're, you know, looking at your financial status and you want to just stay on top of things, you know, it can mean a lot. So having those boundaries, but just when you're in it, just be in it. When you're in it, focus and just say, okay, I'm, today I'm going to hit this really hard. I'm going to be in it, but I'm going to set some boundaries. And at the end of this time, at this time of the day, I'm going to close my computer. I'm going to get up from this chair. I'm going to get out of this room, whatever you're doing. And then I'm going to go work on the other pieces of the pie. So those are the six. And ideally, each one needs your attention every single day. And... 
when you give priority to one so, so, so much more than the other, you will begin to feel it. And some are going to be easier to succeed at than others. And some, it's going to take a good two, three months to make them a habit. But it will so be worth it when you're done because you'll be hitting all of those points which fire off different um, feelings and different endorphins and different serotonin, you know, depending on what it is you're doing, you know. So so don't don't limit yourself to just a very few two or three things and that's your whole life. Try to really really work on having that balance. You can follow again this process by journaling. You can they have like little apps and things that can track each little thing that you do, which I got to if I find it I'll put it in the notes, but I can't remember the name of the one I'm thinking of. But you can journal, you can track um, all of the areas so that just to make sure that at the end of the day, oh, they're all checked off. You can do it with a worksheet. You can create a worksheet of these are the things I have to do every day that I know are going to balance my life and I'm going to just commit to doing them consistently and set those goals. Really think, what do I want to do? What do I, what do I want to give to each one? Is this a daily thing or is this a weekly commitment? And then prioritize. Is this high? Like, you know, physical health, wellness, that's high. It's a high priority. You know, maybe right now you're not so dependent or like engrossed in your career. Maybe that's a little bit lower, but it's still got to be on there. You got to address it a little bit, but maybe you don't address that one as much. Maybe it's not as big of a focus right now. If you've ever done a vision board, that's always fun. You know, like put all of the, the parts on there. Put beautiful imagery of a place you want to travel to, um, the body that you want to have, right? The house you want to have because you're just going to work and you're going to focus and you're going to set goals and you're going to get all those things. The relationship, what does it look like? There's a, is this a couple holding hands, walking around? Is that what your healthy relationship looks like? You know what it looks like. Nobody else does. Only you. And then when you have that as a goal, then you can begin to work toward that because you've imagined it. Now you put it on your little vision board, which you can make those on your iPhone, which I thought is really cool when I learned how to do that. But just look that up. There's a way to do it in your iPhone. It's just amazing. And then, you know, when you're making these goals and setting these targets for yourself, Just think that, you know, possibly there's going to be some challenges. So identify what that could be. There's going to be people in your life that don't want you to add these other things in your life because they are really used to you being super duper available for them. And you got to identify those challenges right away. And then what are you going to do to manage that? Well, the first thing you got to do is commit to making it a priority. Just you got to commit. Because if you don't, of course, it's going to encroach in on that. And then you're going to be back to square one again. Well, pretty soon, it's just very few of these things are being addressed. Not enough pie pieces are being handled and, you know, really, you know, just nurtured. So and then, you know, just keep doing it. Rinse and repeat. Appreciate every little step and every minor change that you make it's okay it's all good it's all good any change anything that we do to just expand our interests and our and our 
kind of to do's every day. Like, so it's not just work and then home. Just do more. Talk to people, those relationships. We're going to go through those six again, uh, just so that you have them like top of mind. Again, intellectual growth. Find time to learn something a little bit every day, whatever that means to you. A chapter in a book, five chapters in a book, whatever. Spirituality. Time to sit and really focus on that. Getting very, very centered. Physical health. Just focusing on that healthy lifestyle, what that means to you and the things that you can do daily for that commitment. Relationship building. So connections with people, friends, co-workers, yourself. That's an important one too. Mental health. What do you need to do to feel good so don't you don't so that you don't feel hopeless? So you're not crabby and bitchy. What do you need? Do you need to talk to somebody? Is that a once a week thing? Is it a twice a month? What it, whatever it is. You have some shit to talk out. You need to find a way to do it. You need to find the avenue and the person that's going to help you get there. And then finally, your career path. What does that look like? What, what can you do to make that feel better? Balance. Give it some boundaries and then just go in head first and just be like, I'm doing this. I'm going to do, I'm going to find ways to make this part of what I do so exciting and so thrilling. People don't give themselves enough um, opportunity to just be free with creating their work life in a more fun way. I always have done that. I've always flipped everything that my job description uh, had on its head. I'm just like, yeah, but I think we could do it like this. And then just come up with the whole template and the PowerPoint. And it's like, why don't we do this? It's fun. It's fun. And people love to see that because there's so few creative people out there that they're just like, damn, that was kind of cool. So it's fun to do it. And then it just gives you a renewed interest in what it is that you do. Think differently. Think differently. So... That is all I have for you today, my friends. Remember, true self-care is about consistency. It's not the occasional action, okay? I hope you have a great rest of your day, my friends. Enjoy the weather outside. I think it's going to be beautiful for a little bit longer, at least here here if you're in the Midwest um, and pretty much anywhere. I think we're in a good little pattern here. I think it's going to feel wonderful. So have a great rest of your day, folks, and I will see you next time. Hey friends, if you enjoyed the Badass Midlife Podcast, please do me a huge favor and subscribe so you can get every episode when it drops and leave me a five-star review and a comment. I'd love to hear from you.